Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 142nd episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. Hope your week is going amazingly well. If it's not, try either being lucky or playing better. So here we are playing 400-800 early, well, I say early in a tournament. It's early in the tournament for me because it's the first hand I'm looking at. <laughs> um, folds around to the player in the low jack seat. I don't have any reads on him. He makes it 2,000, so 2.5 big blinds. And... The player in the small blind calls, and I get pocket fours in the big blind with a 35,000 stack, again, at 400, 800, so we have about 44 big blinds, and this is a great spot to call. I don't really see any other option with pocket fours. We are trying to make a set. If we don't get a set, we can easily get out of the way. I've had a few people come to me a long time ago. I don't think anyone still does this. Well, maybe some people do. If you do, we'll fix this problem for you really quick, where they will fold preflop with hands like pocket fours to a single raise. Basically saying that I'm almost certainly behind at the moment and I'm going to have to fold a lot of the time on the flop. And that's true. However, whenever you do make a set, you're going to get paid off huge. So you're risking right now 1,200 chips to try to win the 6,000 pot. They also try to say, well, we're not getting the right pot odds because we're only 8 to 1 to flop a set because we're putting in 1,200 to win 6,000. I'm sorry, 12, yeah, 1,200 to win 6,000. So we're only getting, you know, we're getting 5 to 1 pot odds and we need to get 8 to 1 pot odds. But that's not really how it works, because at least some more money is going to go into the pot later if we do make a set. So really, we're getting fantastic pot odds, certainly good enough to set mine. So set mining is good when you're getting anywhere near good pot odds and you're playing anywhere near deep stacked, which we certainly are here. Flop comes jack 10-8. We're going to check fold, and that's going to be the end of this episode, most likely. Oh, no. It checks through in the turns of four. So we have three of a kind now. We make a set. All right. Now our opponent bets 5,000 into us on the turn, into a 7,000 pot, the small blind bets. So on jack 10, 8, 4, should we raise with bottom set or should we just call? The first thing we want to ask ourselves is if we do not have the best hand at the moment, when we happen to be against a better set, which are certainly in my opponent's range, or when we're against a straight are we happy to go broke in that spot? And the way you figure that out is you want to ask, are there many other hands in our opponent's range besides those that beat us that we can conceivably get full value from? So will this player call if we raise, if he has a hand like ace-jack or king-jack? And I would venture to say that a lot of people will not. This is a relatively scary board for those hands, and it's a tough spot. Of course, some people will call with those hands. Um, obviously, jack-10 is going to pay us off, and jack-8 is going to pay us off, and 10-8 is going to pay us off. But that's about it. If our opponent's sitting here with a hand like Jack-9, he's probably not going to pay us off. If he has 10-9, I mean, they're going to call our flop raise, but then they're going to fold to our river bet. So our opponent's not really going to make, make much of an error with those hands. And what if he has a 10, like Ace-10? He's never going to pay us off with Ace-10 unless he's just awful. So there really isn't a ton to get value from. And in this scenario, if... Our opponent bets the turn and we call, and then he bets the river and we call. We're going to end up getting an additional, well, 5,000 here and probably 10,000 on the river from our opponents. That's about half of our remaining stack. So we're getting a pretty good amount of money in the pot. And if he checks the river, we can often bet then and get called by a lot of hands because if he's never going to fold top pair or maybe even middle pair at that point. And I think in this spot, we would rather play in a manner that's going to lead to us either having, you know, about 20,000 left if we call and 
the turn and call the river and lose, or we're going to win up to, you know, we're going to get another 15,000 out of our opponent on a top, on top of where the pot is. So we'll be up to about, let's call it 60,000. Is that right? No, we'll be up to about 50,000. So I think this is a fine spot to play a little bit conservatively. The difference between having maybe 70,000 if we get a full double up and 50,000 if we get not quite a full double up is way more important than if we either get stacked down to zero chips or if we're left with 20,000 when we happen to be set up and we lose. So in a cash game, I think you probably would just play this hand trying to get your stack in. But in a tournament, I think you want to be a little bit more cautious. I'm not going to say that you should do this every time, but it is a concern. If I had a hand like ace-jack, I would definitely not raise. But with a set, you know, you can you can still get called by hands like jack-10, and ten, jack-8, ten, jack and 10-8, so maybe I should just raise and be content getting it in. Anyway, our uh, the river's a five and our opponent checks, and now we have a very clear value bet. This hand is certainly good enough to value bet. If we bet and get check-raised, Oh man, that's brutal. I would probably fold in this spot, mainly because 7-6 gets there. Our opponent could certainly have 7-6. Notice that is a double gut shot. Um, also, he could just be playing a hand like Queen-9 or 9-7 really trickily, trying to get us to bluff with a hand like a busted flush draw or try to get us to value bet a hand like a jack that he thinks we may fold if he bets big on the river. So I, I think I probably would bet this with the intention of folding if I get raised. And if that's the plan with pocket fours for bottom set, we also want to make sure that we have some hands in our range that we can conceivably call with because you don't want to play a hand in a manner that leads to you folding it every single time. So I'd probably play my straights and better sets in this manner as well just to make sure that I'm not folding out too many hands whenever I bet the river and then get raised. But this is a this would be a horrible spot. If he checks and I bet like 10,000 and he shoves... <laughs> What a debacle. Anyway, he checks. I'm probably going to bet about 10,000. I bet 9,000 this time. And he calls. That's great. Notice that if we lose this hand at this point, which clearly we're not going to lose this hand at this point because our opponent just check called, we'd be left with 19,000 chips, like I said, about 20, and that's a stack that is still playable. And if we win, we're going to jump up to about 55,000. So, um... I think this is a spot where you should typically lead towards not getting maximum value. And if you listen to a lot of poker players who talk about poker, often they are saying, oh, you need to get maximum value all the time. But in tournaments, especially when you are starting to get kind of deep in the tournament and maybe near the money, or if you are at a soft table where you are going to have a lot of situations like this come up that are very profitable, or if you think you can just steal a lot of blinds and antes, you want to do everything in your in your power to not risk your whole stack. I know a lot of people like to give Phil Helmuth crap, but one of the reasons he has done fantastically well in tournaments is that he plays in a manner that makes it very difficult for him to go broke without losing three or four or five hands. Whereas a lot of the more aggressive players who do really well at cash games, they play very aggressively, and if they happen to run into a setup spot, they're just out. And they have to lose one setup, whereas people like Helmuth, and you know, I try to do this as well, you try to make it to where you have to lose multiple kind of setup hands. And here we just end up winning the pot, right? I mean, it's not like we just lose every time we get a set or anything like that. That's not what I'm trying to say. But you want to minimize the chances that when you do make sets that you actually go broke with it. And I think this hand illustrates this pretty well. So that's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I hope you enjoyed it. 
If you like this type of content, definitely check out pokercoaching.com. There we have a lot of interactive quizzes where we discuss things exactly like this. And also we have a monthly homework question where I will ask a question, something to the effect of what is your plan on the turn? What is your turn raising range? What is your your turn calling range? And how do we play that going to the river if your opponent either checks or bets? You know, something kind of in depth so that you have to sit down, think about it for an hour and try to come up with a good, robust answer so that whenever you do find yourself in these spots in game, you'll already kind of have a framework to develop a good answer for it. So you can check all that out at pokercoaching.com. Again, thank you very much for being here. Good luck in your games. This has been Jonathan Little for Weekly Poker Hand. I'll talk to you next time.